I spoke with the band Camino about the creative process behind their latest single, One Last Cigarette, and their upcoming debut album. Hope you guys enjoy the interview. Hey, what's up? We're the band Camino. We're hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. I'm super excited to be finally getting to talk to you guys. Uh, I've been a fan of you guys for some time. And, you know, now this new, I don't know if I want to call it new era, but these, these this new music that you guys have been releasing is, you know, another masterpiece of, of your creations. Um, with One Last Cigarette, like it gives, like I love that you guys brought out the electric guitar. Like I love that it's so, it, it's it's loud and clear. And it kind of reminds me of like that intro of Daphne Blue. And it also kind of reminds me a little bit of Free of Charge um, oh, yeah. from back in the day. Cause it gave me that little bit of that guitar uh, sound. So yeah. talk to me about like implementing the guitar a little more this time around. Well, so with Try Hard, that's, you know, we, we wanted to make sure that people were aware that we, we, we did play electric that we, guitar that we try hard that we do try really hard and we do like electric guitar um and then when we when we released roses we um obviously showed that we have multiple sides to us but deep we down we all keyboards. we also play mm-hmm. keyboards and um but deep down we're we like to be a rock band and we like to be loud we're some loud boys so <laughs> we'd like to show that side of us <laughs> yeah i like you said it's definitely a new era we have we're working on a new record so that we've put out two songs like from this new era um from the forthcoming record that's we're still working on uh it's definitely pretty pretty well rounded so we kind of wanted to follow roses with a more up-tempo song that was like you know more in our land actually mentioning like the electric guitar that's actually one thing that's cool about one last cigarette is it's the first time we've actually used acoustic guitar i think it's the first time I think it's the first time we've had a it was like in the verses and stuff and down courses like it's all just acoustic it's the first time we've put acoustic in a band camino song which uh is definitely telling of the new music there's plenty of acoustic songs coming so that's actually and, kind of mind-blowing like <laughs> <laughs> i know it was our first time playing an acoustic guitar in our lives <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's actually kind of mind blowing because, you know, to me, like listening to you guys, it's like I feel like it's it's pretty much like keys or 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 acoustic guitar. But um, it's interesting that that's like the first time that you guys kind of use it in a song like that. Um, Why did you feel like one last one last cigarette was like the appropriate time to kind of bring this this new era into it? Well, honestly, the that acoustic was from just when we demoed the song originally that was like that was how we wrote it we wrote it on an acoustic um and it's just sounded so good that we we really wanted to keep it in there and also it helps with the dynamic of the the dynamics of the actual song it helps it bring down really low Mm -hmm. without it changing to keys or not sacrificing the integrity of the guitar song like it's yeah it's very clearly a guitar song so it's nice to have a little bit of dynamic ultimately it's just a little foreshadowing for the rest of the record there's there's a lot of acoustic guitars on the record there are a lot yeah we uh we're practicing we're like i'm gonna show you right now we're 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 rehearsing like we're we were playing one last cigarette like five minutes ago but we play with these helixes with like live so i'm not actually even using an acoustic guitar i just have an acoustic sim like so I'm playing electric guitar and the Helix makes it sound like an acoustic guitar. So I don't have to like switch between guitars in the middle of the song. So <laughs> I just switch between patches and one of them is like, just makes my electric guitar sound like an acoustic guitar, which is pretty wild. Mind blowing. 
technology. <laughs> That's awesome. Now, you know, talk to me a little bit about the creative process for this song in particular and, you know, how different was the writing process? For example, now that, you know, there's different instrumentations that we get to listen to or different types of sounds that we get to listen to. So how does that change the way that you guys write and consider like the ranges that you're going to be hitting? The writing process has been pretty similar as it's always been like we, besides the fact that we've kind of all just written way more songs. I think we, we, we wrote so many songs. I mean, this is our first full length record. I mean, try hard kind of counted as a full length, but really to us, it was like, we counted it as an EP because three of the songs were already out. So it was like five new songs, but this is like a full record. So, I mean, and we've been a band for five years now about, so like we've had, we've been writing songs in hopes of making a full length album for five years. And then we obviously wrote a ton of songs like the coming, like one last cigarette was literally written like two days before we went to the studio and Spencer, Spencer wrote it with our producer and this other guy. And we were sitting down to pick Jeff Warburton, the other guy that he wrote it with. Uh, we were sitting down to like pick the songs right before we went to the studio. And Spencer was like, Oh yeah, I wrote this yesterday. Like we should probably consider like recording this one. And I was just like, bro, what? Like, <laughs> it was like my first time hearing it. And like in my head, I had like the list of the songs I wanted to be on the record and everyone did have their like their own list. And we were like, what about this one? What about this one? Cause we had a Dropbox full of like, we wrote like tons and tons of songs. And then like the ones that actually made the, there was like 50 that like made the cut as like songs we can pick from yeah. in consideration. And then we had to narrow it down from there. So it was like, I don't know, but as far as the, creative process we did a lot of co-writing did a lot of writing together we did a lot of writing together with co-writers like nashville's a very collaborative place for just songwriting and it's definitely challenged us but it's it's kind of been the same as ever just we've just like stepped up the game and wrote like so many songs and then picked picked from there and talk to me about like working with jordan smith because you guys have worked with him a couple times before and i love because his background right now he's currently like with a lot more um like country artists but you know before he used to do a lot of like the popular stuff and a lot of like the i guess like, like the emo or bands that that we grew up listening to so um you know what is that chemistry with jordan and how do you guys feel like he's kind of made the band become better within each pro each song that you guys work with well i think we're like a perfect mixture for him because we have those pop punk sensibilities and, and that sort of side to us, but also we're in his new world of, of songwriting and, and like the, the whole Nashville scene and, and all that stuff. So I think we're kind of a, I mean, I don't want to speak for him personally, but I think we are sort of, sort of a breath of fresh air for him to yeah. have a passion project and, and his whole, you know, his world's kind of colliding. Yeah. I think the, the cool thing about working with Jordan, um, it's been a relationship that has been cultivated through making the records. Um, you know, obviously we're all friends, but the chemistry from, you know, Daphne Blue to, uh, you know, the few songs we did like See Through and Know, know Me. me. And, and then we went to record Try Hard and now this, you know, full length album, it just it, it, the the synchronicity between all of us <laughs> great had to use that. Um, it true. It truly like has gotten to the point where it's just like he I mean, and he said this, he feels just as much a part of this as any of us and he cares that much about this project specifically uh for his own artistic integrity um yeah and i mean i mean it's crazy just like getting to work with one of the best producers around right now and him love doing it like it, it makes for 
great records. I mean, and at this point, yeah, we've been making like, Daphne Blue is, I guess, the first thing we did with him. And at this point, now he's just like the boy. Like yeah. he's he's like our homie as much as like we're homies in a way. Like mm-hmm. he's been there for all all of the making of the record, and we wrote a bunch of songs with him for the record. Like he he's he's just like been a major part of our lives since we moved to Nashville a couple years ago, almost three years ago now. Damn. Um, but more than anything, like, yeah, we're just like, we have a lot of fun now making music together. Cause I think for like, he grew up making pop punk records. Like he said, now he's been like, you know, doing a lot of country since he moved to Nashville. And now it's kind of like, he's getting back into like making like a rock album with like, you know, some guys I think that remind him of like what, what he started when he, I don't know, the kind of music that he fell in love with when he started making music, when he was like, he always like talks about like making music in garages and like, yeah. You know, recording in living rooms and stuff like that, like growing up in all these like bands, bands, and he works with I mean, a lot. He, of- he he was, uh, if I'm correct, he was assisting Matt Squire, which was a big deal, yep. like in in the pop punk world. Yep, yeah. So, but yeah, now it's at this point, man. Jordan's just like one of the best guys around, and like he's a really good friend of ours, and it's yeah. so fun getting to make make music with someone like that who's also just incredible. And how do you guys build a relationship with a producer like that where you guys consistently work with him, but at the same time, like, y- you don't want to get comfortable with him either because then I feel like you you start to just stay in that comfort zone with, with every new track. So as you guys are building this relationship with Jordan, like, how do you guys still get challenged within each record that you guys produce with him? Oh, he, he enjoys him. challenge. That's oh, his personality he, type yeah. is to challenge you. Yeah. And I think that's no. why he works so well with us because we know we knew that coming in. And that was like the basis mm-hmm. of the of our relationship at the beginning was he's going to come in and challenge you and he's going to challenge your music and like what you do. Yeah. But if you know that at the core of it, it and you can start to respect it more and more and you can while that still is a part of it and maybe not the most important com- i mean it is one of the most important components of you know um of us being together but i think the the biggest quality in that is, i mean we, he's part of picking the songs with us too i mean um you know because he's so invested um and and we say it there's obviously like passion songs we have but like the best song wins like like it, when we're picking between 50 songs and we can only pick you know 10, 20, whatever, you're cutting so many songs. It's like, how do you pick that? And he's kind of that voice of reason, you know, that that like reality check, like, hey, this song sucks, this song's great. And cause you know, you get demo-itis and you're just like attached to a song, mm-hmm. but it might not be that great a song, you know? And he's that-, that He's far enough removed yes. away from, I, from I, it. I wouldn't say he picks the songs, but he definitely like, we respect his opinion a lot on yeah. what songs that we That's a better are recording it. with him. And, and, you know, he was, on this record, there's like an instance of a certain song that's coming out eventually that he really, really believed in. And we were like, I don't know, like we feel like this song might be the better fit and one of it. And he was like, guys, I'm telling you, like this song is magic. It's really, it's really special. I really believe in this song. And he's like, you know, he gave us the whole, like, I've been working with you guys for so long and I, I can just see this song being like in this. And we were like, dude, okay, we, we trust you. So like, it was one of those moments where we like cut the song because he was really passionate about it. And we all love the song, but yeah. it was like, there were so many to choose from. It's like, oh, which one, which one? And now that we have it done and it's finished and mixed and we're sending it off to master like this week, we're like, damn, like we're so glad we cut this song. Yeah, because it's, it's, we were literally just playing he, he it He was definitely like, right. He was <laughs> yeah. right. Like he it's one of those right. things where it's like, man, like 
and he definitely challenges us in that way where he's not just like a yes man he, at mm -hmm. all he is like he he loves confrontation in a way and he's like he loves like just like I, we it's a lot of like big personalities in the room and he doesn't back down at all he's he's he just jumps right in and is like no what about this and you know we figure it out but it's fun like wrestling that medium between all of us yeah. and him and the the healthy tension and the healthy like confrontation and then yeah now as, as far as like when he's producing like these these instrumentations or even uh the arrangement of the songs um have you guys found that he's given you some different ways of recording sounds instead of using an instrument or instead of using like a plug-in like has he challenged you guys in that way or in that sense definitely yeah I mean, we challenge each other too and mm -hmm. we, we just trying all kinds of weird yeah. shit we definitely get weird with anything you can hit scrape like anything you could think of that makes a sound could be on a record with us yeah and he, he just he i did i don't i will say he definitely sets like a precedent for us that he is really willing and open to try mm -hmm. anything and he will ask you to do weird shit all like all the time <laughs> yeah which is great because that foster then it makes us feel like we can do the same thing with him and he'll he won't be you know he's like well let's give it a try and if it sucks he has no yeah. problem telling you that it sucks <laughs> but if it's cool he's like you know what like that's you know we can we can definitely use this mm -hmm. so um and that just helps in all aspects of creativity having somebody that's open that's to fun. hearing you out <laughs> on on something something new something different that you haven't done before Harrison, like how do you feel like the drums have evolved with this record that you guys are currently working on and you know how how challenging or how easy is it for you to kind of change the dynamics when you go from a slower song to something more fast-paced, like One Last Cigarette. Um, man, I, nobody ever asks about drums. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> it's your moment, dude. dude. It's my moment. You've been preparing for this your whole life. To be completely honest, and it kind of it kind of like goes goes back to when I was young. I grew up. I started playing jazz music, and then started playing at a bunch of churches where I'm from. Um, and then it led to being in a rock band, not not Camino. Um, and then when I moved to Nashville, I had been playing with all kinds of different artists. So I've learned over the years to be a chameleon. And I think the coolest part of this record going from, you know, that poppier roses sound to one last cigarette to another song that I'm not going to name right now because it's not out, but it will be, you know, like it, it's slower, it's faster. It, there's pop, there's rock. It, it really comes down to just knowing your craft and, and being confident in what you can do um and then just like pushing the boundaries with it and i, I feel like the drum parts on this record it, specifically ones that have not been heard yet are some of my like proudest like things that i've come up with like and and it oftentimes comes comes down to all of us in the room being like hey do this one actually and then it like we just combine like eight different ideas and then it creates a really cool part so a lot of the parts are written in the room um sonically we owe a lot to uh, Jerry Ordonez, who was our engineer, um, that man is a G. Like, I mean, he can make anything sound great. And the drums on this record, like, there's no triggers, there's no samples. It's like, it's all real. It's real. Um, and that's what's crazy. It's just like, sonically, you know, when I first joined the band, everything sounded good, everything started sounding great. And then, man, this record, I could not be more happy with the way that the drums sound and everything else but you know as you guys kind of mentioned that you have been in nashville for three years um i'm sure the impact of the songwriting has been insane uh since moving to nashville but 
what do you guys feel or how do you guys feel you became a better songwriter? Is it because of these collaborators that you constantly worked with or new writers that you kind of like worked with or talked to? Or is it just, you know, kind of experience of, of being in this band and being able to tour and being able to kind of see how your fan base kind of grows and what your fan, what your audience likes to talk about and doesn't like to talk about? Yeah, man, I think it's like you said, I think it's it's for me personally. And I, I think the other guys would say the same thing. It's just getting the reps in, getting the experience, like getting and we've met and we've also just met a lot of and made a lot of friends who are songwriters up here. And we were lucky enough to get into that community pretty early. Um, and I mean, yeah. just learning how to. Yeah, reps, learning how to listen better and just like having conversation and, and, and really not letting anything get in the way of writing the best song you can possibly write in, in that moment. And I mean, that's one reason why I'm thankful for 2020, even, you know, it was kind of crappy year just for everybody, but you know, it gave us the time to truly, and specifically myself, just because I've been getting into producing and just trying to get better as a songwriter and blah, blah, blah. And just, you know, the reps, like, I feel like that has been the biggest for me anyway, is mm -hmm. just doing it every day, you know, and having the time to do that. Yeah, true. With uh, the songs that you guys have out so far for this album, um, and because, uh, as you mentioned, Garrison, 2020 helped you guys kind of become better at your, at your craft. Um, when you guys are writing these lyrics, do you guys find that those initial lyrics that you wrote the first time you put them on paper are the same lyrics that we're listening to today? Or do you find yourself... Uh, still kind of reconstructing the song before it's actually finalized. Definitely both. Yeah, definitely both. There's a lot of, a lot of times where, you know, it's there, it's perfect. You're like, I'm not touching this. And then there's a lot of times you sit with it or you even leave the right or finish the song and you're like, ah, there's something like verse two, maybe you just, ah, or like the, the second half of the core. I mean, you're, yeah. you're almost never fully done with something like, it's just when you artist, choose like, to, to yeah. stop working on it. It's, you're, you're never really finished with something. It's just when is the deadline? <laughs> like that's basically <laughs> yeah. when, yeah. And, and then there's also a lot of those times where you just know that, I mean, with, with instrumentation and mixing and stuff like that, I feel like, yeah, you're never truly done. You can always keep tweaking it. But a lot of times with, with the words you're, you know, when it's right too. like, there's a mix of that involved. True. Yeah. So both. <laughs> Both, yeah, the, the one that we were talking about yeah. earlier that Jordan that Jordan was super passionate about. We were sitting. I mean, we had finished it. We thought. Then we went to where to down to the Sonic Ranch where we recorded, and we were like on the last couple days still trying to get the perfect perfect lyric for it. Like still trying to just workshopping it and like and just going for it as as long as we possibly could. And we got it, yeah, in fairness. We, we, and that, it. we got it the exact way that it should have been. And we probably wrote like four different second verses for yeah, it. Yeah, there's a lot of different verses for that song, so. And like all these different alternative chorus lines, like we have, I was like looking back through my journal and there's just like all these lines of like so what these options. lines could have been. And then like we pretty much settled on like almost what it like for the chorus lines like almost what it was when we started off just like the tweak was like right under our nose the whole time yeah it was like <laughs> so it funny. was right there but we got it and you know that's that's what's that's, that's all that matters really. yeah yeah uh, lastly to close us off uh for me i i first found out about you guys um i think it was 2016 when you guys released i spent too much time in my room and since then like i've seen how much the band has kind of like evolved um so 
at, when you look back at that time to now, like, do you see that evolution like as a drastic evolution or do you feel like it was just a natural process? Like this was supposed to happen the way that it happened. Definitely both again. That's, I think yeah. like, <laughs> it's a good question. I don't know. I think like, it's definitely been a natural process. We, we've grown up a little bit, we've moved around. We meeting Garrison is probably the biggest thing that's changed. I feel like me and Spencer's lives over the past and our manager Jameson, but as far as inner band working like inner band dynamic and creativity, uh, Garrison kind of like saved our lives in a way. Garrison's like a monster musician and producer and it definitely re-inspired us. And, yeah. And like having him on different. board has been, we met him in, 2018 july 4th 2018 mm -hmm. i had a fourth of july cookout and garrison came through and then played drums downstairs in our basement yeah we all had a, a few beers and we had a drum set set up in our basement and then next thing you knew like he was some people were jamming downstairs and we yeah. went we could we moved to nashville after uh losing it like our we were in between drummers basically we moved to nashville without a drummer and uh we just saw garrison playing drums at our house and we were like this guy <laughs> let's we gotta get him yeah we gotta get him in our beat. band so that that was a huge part of our growth and then you know the reason that we moved to nashville was meeting our manager jameson who's like become one of our i mean best friends now for the past three years too and like he's he's a crazy man he like is the most like one of the most inspiring people to be around and like yeah. huge catalyst for yeah for catalyst for everyone that he everyone's life that he's in and like he's he's amazing and just like the whole team of people that we've met and us just figuring out like how to better get out the music that's inside of us and like i don't know and then it, yeah it's, but it's also been super drastic and super fast like looking back you're like dang like what's happening like what is this but all, all we can really do is just like keep making music that we want to listen to and music that we music that we would turn up in the car and you know yeah that's the one consistent thing <laughs> that like, we've always tried to it, we just tried to stay true to ourselves and always try to listen to our hearts with it and make sure that it's what, you know, it's the same vision that we saw when we, you know, were first inspired to start doing all this. And, mm -hmm. and we're, we try to stay true to, to ourselves and the people that listen to our music back then as well. So whatever that means, whatever that means, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> we're, just making, we're just hanging out. <laughs> making <laughs> That's awesome. Man. That's all I got to say. I'm still well, surprised. I mean, Keep, keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. So uh, congratulations with the new single and uh, definitely looking forward to this record. And uh, thank you guys for taking the time to talk to me. Dude, thanks Absolutely. for talking to us. Thank thanks you. for the long time support, man. Like you, you were naming all the old songs that warmed my heart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could keep going, but. <laughs> dude, you can't have it too much, dude. <laughs> hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.